Welcome to season two of the Ask a Spiritual Director podcast. I'm Kimberly Pelletier. And I'm Samuel Ogles. And in this season, we're going to continue exploring questions about meaning, faith, and the spiritual life. On this episode of Ask a Spiritual Director, we are exploring the question, is going to church even important these days? I mean, really. This is episode three. So is going to church even important these days? And what are these days? Yeah. (laughs) Right. Uh, Yeah. It sort of makes you think of a very, it makes me think of like a very contemporary shift, I think, which is that you know, you read a lot of articles these days about the, or at least I do, about the church Mm -hmm. and the state of things. And you read how it used to be so common for people to go like three out of four Sundays, that was sort of considered like a regular church attender. Mm -hmm. And I think over time, you know, places like Pew or Barna or whoever measures that Mm -hmm. um, have noticed and have started widening the definition so that it's like people who go like maybe once or twice a month or something to church or like regular churchgoers. So I think even among the quote unquote faithful, right, as the media outlets uh, call them, um, it's dropping off. It's less, it's less common. Even people who find a lot of value in church who are not in any way looking to leave church are still, I think, going less, Hmm. which is interesting. And we could try to get into all sorts of cultural reasons. And and we should get into some of the Mm -hmm. Christian cultural reasons, I think. But Mm -hmm. I'm I'm sure it's tied to wider trends of the religiosity of American culture, Mm -hmm. um, which is the culture we're coming from. Um, Busyness, just general society busyness. Busyness. um, You know, it used to be much more of an identity and a communal identity as well. And Mm -hmm. I'll just speak for like Catholic circles, like it was – whether you were really feeling the mass or not, you went yeah. and you went with your family and you did that because you were a good member of the community mm. um, often enough. And mm-hmm. so that's obviously shifted the last mm. what half century. So, um, but I wonder if in this question, you know, is going to church even important these days? Not only is it talking about kind of this trend of even faithful Christians, not going to church as often. Um, but I wonder if it's, it, it seems to be calling to, calling into question the value of mm. um, that kind of a gathering, maybe the value of the church model as it exists mm-hmm. in Western evangelical or Protestant or, you know, mainline or Catholic circles. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd be curious to sort of explore that with this person kind of yeah. what's been your experience yeah. in that was this um has church attendance what category has it been in in your mind is it has it been that's the thing that i do because i'm this type of person yeah um is it more like defined in the negative which it was for me for a long time of like i don't miss mass because i'm a good catholic that was right oh, it wasn't even like sure. a positive thing it was like avoiding a negative mm-hmm. um you know, I don't break the rules because I don't want the negative consequences mm-hmm. or the stigma or whatever. Right. Even just the personal feeling of 
I didn't live right. up to my own standards. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And kind of the, the, you know, shadow acknowledgement in there of like, well, I'm not lazy or mm. irresponsible or whatever. Right. Like the other people who do right. that. Right. <laughs> yeah. No part of my personality is ever lazy. Right. That's <laughs> kind of what I'm trying to lie to myself about. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, so I see that in the question. I'd be curious if you had thoughts on that, mm. but, um, I think in the question, I also see like this really legitimate um, thing to ask, which is what's the value Mm -hmm. of church in the year 2020 Mm -hmm. when it's not based around the parish model, Mm -hmm. when people aren't looking as much these days to um, spiritual figures for authority, um, when we are more uncertain than ever of uh, and distrustful of authority figures and... Um, corporate as in like body like structures yeah right right um so i hear i hear that i hear that like is it time to sort of question the model yeah um and to be honest i've had i've had similar thoughts of like what what is this about and is all this working right now and yeah and where do we go from here yeah i can resonate with those sentiments yeah which is hard to admit and hard to say honestly but yeah like what is happening looking around and feeling that and not feeling a change necessarily and the desire to live my faith and to connect with my faith and to connect with other people mm. who um, share faith. But yeah, yeah. What, what is happening? What yeah. is happening? What, cause clearly, I mean, churches are being <laughs> turned into restaurants and yeah. you know, um, artist spaces, and artist spaces, yeah. yeah, lots of neat things. Totally, but there's a there's a change. So we're part of. I mean, we are living. It's good to kind of at least say we are living in a massive cultural shift that we can't entirely name right now because we're we're living it, and none of us can totally name it. Mm-hmm. And it will be done by people who live after we're dead. <laughs> I mean, in reality, you know. Yeah. So there's some of that, like. We're kind of swimming in the currents in some ways of the whatever shift we're living in. Um, But yeah, if I was sitting with someone in direction, right, and going what, I think that value question is really helpful. Like, is there any, is there community and connection? Because when when church does become this space where this is something I do and life is busy or overwhelmed or anxious, or all the things that are kind of plaguing us generally as a society. Something I'm going to take off my list is just something else I have to do. I mean, that's mm. what's going to come off mm-hmm. my list. Yeah, if so that's if, how you're experiencing if it's, it. Yeah, so if the, mm-hmm. the experience is um, this is something I just need to I have to do. You know, it makes me feel good. I'm, not, I'm less judging of myself or whatever. Mm. Um, it's going to leave. If there's if there's a different kind of value happening, um, and yeah, that would be something to explore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'd be interested to know kind of like where. I would say you know let's spend some time reflecting on kind of what you learned about church growing up. What what did church mean to you? Mm-hmm. What was the meaning, both mm-hmm. sort of good and bad? Mm-hmm. And I think there'd probably be a lot of people if you grew up in the church who. If you really reflected, you could find, even if you're having a reaction against it, and that's sort of where this question is coming from, yeah. you could find the good things and what did it 
prepare me for. You know, yeah. what, often it's a lot of structure, which Richard Rohr talks about. It's kind of the first half of life. Right. Um, the container. The container. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So building that container, mm-hmm. um, having answers, mm-hmm. having definite boundaries, um, kind of the walls, and, and that that's a good thing. And that's something our psyche and our ego need. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not the end point, which doesn't mean you have to burn the whole thing down. Right, right. <laughs> right, which I think is also a reaction that some people get to. They go, well, this isn't serving me anymore. It must be pointless. Right, um, right. Which I'd also challenge. But yeah, I'd be interested to explore kind of what did church mean? Mm-hmm. What was the value for you growing up? Mm-hmm. What do you still find valuable mm-hmm. about that? And then what are your what are your needs now? Not that it has to end with your individual need, but that would be an important thing mm-hmm. to explore in spiritual direction. What are you sensing you? Yeah. you need out of this practice, this relationship, this yeah. community. Because it is a commitment. It is a, it's time. It's, and if there's, I mean, we, we, we do do what we want mm-hmm. ultimately. Right. And I think the tendency, at least what I've seen, um, can be to shame that question a bit. Like mm. you're just, um, I don't know. Is there any, what what's who has the question? Is it even important? Well, you're just being selfish. You're unwilling to give up your time, or you're questioning the church. Oh, isn't that the thing to do right now? You know all this kind of stuff that's ultimately just shame, mm. like just shame because I really just don't know how to live with your questions that you're willing to ask, and I don't need to right now. Yeah, I mean that's okay. Not everybody needs to ask this question right now. Yeah, but for those who do, it's an authentic question. It's not a space to be um to uh, have to hide. You know to to feel like they need to ask it alone or yes. in hiding. And I feel like our, our probably our church leaders and, you know, our, hopefully anybody in church could feel a little more comfortable with this question and say, yeah. is this a value? Is there, what is a value here? And, yeah. um, and for that individual, anybody asking this question. Um, and as I have said, I when you said at the beginning, I can resonate with it as well. Like, what is it we're needing? And... Um, is it okay to talk about it from a sociological perspective, right? right? This, it, With the individual, maybe my needs are reflective of a bigger need, right? We live more disconnected, we, you know, as a society than we ever have, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and from our neighbor, from our coworker, from, from anybody. And, yeah. and so if I go, I'm walking into church and I'm sitting there and I just listen, I'm just a passive recipient in some ways, even if you're in a liturgical church and yes, you're standing up and sitting down and taking communion, there's more bodily engagement, but it's still, I can still come kind of do the thing and get out. Right. And so Mm -hmm. it's our society. Like, I guess I'm just saying, can we, can we honor the need and the desires behind these questions? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so I'm going off a little bit and talking about how we bring these bring the questioners in, but I think I feel mm-hmm. sensitive to that as I've watched the the shame come from questions to people that I care about. Mm. Well, I think we need space to ask those questions because there are things we all value and um, there are things we need and there is mm. a way in which we need to, we need to honor that and consider that mm-hmm. um, and not shame it. Yeah. So if that makes, does that make sense? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And it makes me think, um, you know, I don't want to get too philosophical, but like the idea of church, I think is really beautiful. It's mm-hmm. a really beautiful thing. If we're yeah. sort of like, what, what does that 
mean authentically like the the hardwiring for community and connection Mm -hmm. (laughs) even non-religious people know this now because of psychology and sociology and all of that so um so the hardwiring for connection um the search for meaning Mm -hmm. is universal there's like an explosion right now of interest in new age spirituality Mm -hmm. and tarot cards and all sorts of stuff and Mm -hmm. we're not gonna get into that now right but um but yeah, people are hardwired for this, for that search for meaning, for community, mm-hmm. um, for growth. Mm-hmm. Um, I think people want to be, um, they want to sort of have some sort of path or journey that they're going on. And mm-hmm. I think they want to be known yes. on that and they want yeah. resources right. on that journey. Um, and they don't want it to be completely individualistic. Like right. I think we're, I think all of those things are true, true, true. Right. But I think we have to ad- also admit um, that a lot of the models we have now are older models built for different cultures and contexts, like yeah. the parish model. Like yeah. it made sense because all your neighbors went to the same church. Right. You all went. You all went to the same private school. Yeah. It, it was it was the thing that oriented your community mm-hmm. um, around each other. And, and even that's towns not the are case. further apart, so you weren't traveling to all these right. places. Right. We have just big mass metropolitan areas that are right. just all blended together now. And totally to drive to another city for anything is yeah. not a big deal. Ride your bike to another city because, you know, if you live in the suburbs, it's not that far. Yes. You know, and so. Yeah, you had one like American Baptist church in your community. Right. Or one Presbyterian church in your community. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, so. more and more. So, yeah, so I think that. That occurs to me. The the things that church is oriented around are are still deeply true, and we have to admit not only are have the models changed, but not all churches, lowercase c, I think, are doing church, mm-hmm. uppercase c, mm-hmm. in that way. And yeah. I think if we're looking for someone to blame, I think mm-hmm. the church has to, you know, the collective, all of us have to look in yeah. the mirror, right, and go, yeah, gosh, what are we yeah. doing that other people would rather spend? Yeah. Sunday morning watching Netflix, then coming, having a real conversation or connection or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's, gosh, I just had someone talk to me a couple of weeks ago um, whose husband is a pastor. This is just a friend. And I was like, you know what? I'm just, it just does nothing. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. I so do not want to go. And I'm like listening, going, wow, I had no idea, first of all. Mm. But I had been sharing stuff. And so this person just kind of, and I just was listening. And she said, but you know what I'd love to do is just get together with other friends on Sunday morning and just go through morning prayer and have breakfast. And I'm like, you know. Sounds lovely. Sounds right. Like, I'm like, why have you not tried that? You know, (laughs) Um, and, you know, her husband's a pastor and there's a lot. It's a Mm. lot involved. It's more complicated than that. You know, I I get that. Um, But is that something maybe to add to the routine, you know, of the week to fill that, you know? Yeah. Um, Because reforming what church looks like is not a one-time event, nor is it a one-year, one-decade event. You know, like it's a it's this thing that we're living, I think, in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that need. And so what I hear you saying in all of these things, like this essence of what everyone's looking for, it's the same. It's such an honor. It's it's a way to honor. You're honoring mm. really the what's in everybody. Yeah. And and it's it's it is in some ways in contrast to the way that church is functionally done, mm. right? Mm-hmm. At least right now. Not maybe not every church. 
um, sure. everywhere. That's really an ignorant and, blanket statement. Yeah. And some people are connecting just fine to the way that their church is right. doing things. And that doesn't mean that they're immature right. or whatever. That, no. That's great. Right. Yeah. It, this is this is a, yeah, it's much more complex than these, yeah, right. really clear boundaries. I'm glad you said that. Um, but that if it's not working for the for, for someone, for one of you guys listening, for us, for the people we're sitting with in direction, to to kind of gently honor that and explore it, mm-hmm. right? Rather than shame it, assume there's automatically something wrong with the church or automatically something wrong with you. Yes. Right? It's it's bigger than that. There's something more going on and to acknowledge the sociological realities that are changing around us mm-hmm. and to notice how our shifts, the shifts of you know, that the, the basic human needs, are they getting met? How are they getting met? And can they be met at the church as it is right now? How do we stay? Mm. Can we stay connected and um, mm-hmm. continue to meet those things? So mm-hmm. meet those needs and honor who we are. Yeah. And how yeah. we're becoming. A both and if, yeah. you, if you can manage it. Right. In this season. Yeah. And sitting with someone, we'd probably talk about the particulars of that. What does that look like? Yes. How does it become a... Maybe yeah. like our previous episode of spiritual discipline. What does a spiritual discipline for a season look like? Yes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I, um, this feels a little dangerous to say as a card carrying Catholic, but like, mm-hmm. you know, maybe there's a space of being called not to go to church for a season for mm-hmm. various reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it could be touching on a history of abuse or some other lesser mm-hmm. harm that's still very. Mm-hmm. real um yeah. that you just can't get over or that's actually harmful for you to kind of be in that right environment um yeah or exploring something else or being called right. to something else and that doesn't have to doesn't have to mean that um that it, you universalize that experience that yeah others need to kind of go the route you are now finding yourself going right. and right. it doesn't have to mean that that's permanent that you'll never go back right um or that it'll be the same form or whatever, yeah. but trying to hold that loosely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's, it's hard to, because you're being reformed, right? You're being reshapen and, and things have to kind of, sometimes you have to let go for something to relive again in a new way. And yeah, you, know, you say that and I'm sitting here going, do I say it? Do I not say it? Do I say it? Do I not say it? But, you know, when I met with my spiritual director last summer, I was really going through a just having some questions around this. And honestly, it's not all answered and buttoned up at the moment. Mm -hmm. Um, Not that do I need church, but just, you know, being part of a church and exploring all that and participation. um, Yeah. What does all that look like? Um, uh, And I've always been very, very involved. In fact, in my way earlier years, you know, 20 years ago in college, you know, it was, I got to be there Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. You know, I was one of those, you know, so it's, it's definitely yeah. changed over, over the years. But I mean, I, I was talking to her and discerning taking a break um, just a little bit, um, but needing some space to think. I felt like I couldn't get some air. And mm-hmm. I didn't tell a lot of people about that. So it's awesome mm-hmm. if there's people listening <laughs> from my church. That's why you didn't see me. But um <laughs> It was really helpful for my spiritual director to give me questions, to ask myself, mm. um, to really to challenge me, but listen. Yeah. And then in the end, come and and then help me also do it well. Maybe this is how what you could 
you yeah. know, you could reach out and let your pastors know. Yeah. And and do this with integrity. Don't just do it on the sly. Yes. Don't do it quiet. You know, don't just drift off to oblivion. But yeah. show up to your life and let that be a spiritual discipline, right? Right. And this is where you are. Show up fully there right now. Yes. And I really appreciate it. And that's what a spiritual director does. I would not have been in that place without her. Not mm. for a second. It's yeah. it's transformational every time. Still that. for me, 10 years later, every yes. time. I'm just like, geez, what would I do without her? Um, I love that intentionality piece. And mm-hmm. I love that it wasn't just a permission of like, well, screw it. You don't have to do it. Right. You know, it, right. it wasn't that simple. Right. Um, you're actually called to engage yes. more deeply, more intentionally than yes. that. She called more out of me. In some ways, I was like, damn. Yeah. This went deeper than I was preparing for, really, in that conversation. But she took me deeper and and helped me truly connect with myself and with the spirit in a way that I, and with others on it, you know, on the journey Mm -hmm. that I didn't know I was going to be able to do or even needed. Because at least for me, when I can be fronted with a, a question that feels deep or scary, I that the natural and at least immediate is black or white. Well, I either mm-hmm. have to just shut this down completely and ignore the question, mm-hmm. or I have to just um, yeah jump into it all the way and indulge, like in an unhealthy mm-hmm. indulgence in it. Mm-hmm. And you know, that kind of tender listening helps you kind of open up the space and create this whole new world of yeah. transformation within it. So, yeah. I think this question belongs there too. Yeah, Whoever totally finds agree. himself in it. Amen. Yeah. Thank you.